Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's time to talk all things Dirty Birds. It's Falcon's Flyover. With John Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back in the Kia Studios on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, John Chuckery, Vince Cellini sitting in with me here. Another hour to go. Hey, the NBA season is a long one filled with streaks and slumps. The Take It or Leave It podcast with Jeremy Nichols uh, gives you insight and trends that will define who wins and who loses. Follow Take It or Leave It for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Uh, the station is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. He is at Vince underscore Cellini. I am at JMCH316. This is your nightly look at all things Atlanta Falcons. It is the Falcons flyover. So I was looking, Vince, at some stats today. Um... The metrics, all the different websites that use their metrics, they put the Falcons' playoff chances currently at 22%. That's, a, that's about right. Yeah, I, I think that's about right. They actually have – the Falcons are a 2% chance to be the third seed, 15% chance to be the number four seed, which means they win the division. So they would, so number four seed means that you're the worst record of the four division winners. And then like five, six – Remember, it's expanded playoff now. It goes like less than 1% to 5, 1 or 2% at um, at the 6th seed. And then the final spot, the 7th seed, that's where it's like 18% or something like that. Whatever the math works out to when you get to 22 or whatever. But it feels like the division is an easier path. And I know their division record's not good. Someone has to get in right. in the NFC South. Exactly. And and that puts you in the four seed if you can win the division. And look, they still have the Saints and Buccaneers. They don't have the tiebreaker over the Buccaneers. But when you look at their 10th right now, you have multiple teams that you have to jump. It, it, it seems like there's a lot of hurdles to try to be a wild card team versus if you can take care of your business in the division. So it's the Bears, uh, then at the Commanders. Yep. Steelers here at Saints, at Ravens, just this next stretch. And before up. the Saints, you got your bye week. So, so that's when your bye hits. So what indications do you have that this is a, a playoff team? Right Not now? a lot right now. But if you're – if look, there's a chance, right? There's That's all so you can – So you're, <laughs> right. saying, you're saying there's, saying a, there's chance. a chance. Yes. And it's – listen – it's the reason why the coach is not playing the rookie quarterback is because they are still technically in the playoff hunt. Now, how far in the playoff hunt are they? We can debate that. But 
if that's what they believe, then that's what we have to go off of, right? That that we have to back the idea that they think that they are going to be a playoff team. And I, look, I I it's it's becoming it's becoming a little more far fetched, if you will, and in my mind to all of it, but. If that's what they believe, hey, listen, four and six in a bad NFC. I mean, how many how many good teams are in the NFC right now? Minnesota, Philly. Who else? I mean, Green Bay's no good. Tampa's not really good. I mean, Seattle. Is, the the is, Rams aren't any good. No, is no is is da- Dallas is really no good. Not really. You know, Dak Prescott's like two and two on. So the Minnesota, year. you're right. Minnesota and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Gets thin. Yeah, the Giants are okay. You trust the Giants, though? Like, I don't trust the Giants. You trust Daniel Jones and the Giants? So the path is win the NFC South. Yeah. But right now they're one and three in the South. Yeah, yeah. So they have to, you know, really make make hay. And they don't play Carolina again. Right. So all you've got left is – You're fortunate to split with Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, real fortunate. But you know what, though? You know what the NFL doesn't have? There's no BCS computer. There's no playoff <laughs> poll. Right? Wins and losses, right? man. Uh, you, go, you go on to Pro Football Reference or ESPN.com, and you look at how many W's, how many L's do I have, and that tells you where you're at. Then you get into all the tiebreakers, but you win or you lose in the league. Yeah, and I don't see anyone that's – you know, I don't see any giant killers down the stretch uh, against the Falcons, mm-hmm. by the way. So there's, there's no reason why they can't somehow pull this thing together and, you know, make a Thanksgiving-slash-Christmas – not miracle, but turnaround. The only thing that, that hurts them, I think, is the final four games of the year. Baltimore is fighting is going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Arizona is going to be fighting for a playoff spot. The Buccaneers are fighting for the division or playoff. So you have teams that are not, okay, our season's over. Let's pack it up and go to the beach at the end of the year. Baltimore, Arizona, and the Buccaneers all think they can be playoff teams or will be playoff teams. And so there is something for them to play for. It's not like we get to play Jacksonville, who's, you know, going to be looking to get on a banana boat come week 15, 16, 17, <laughs> right? There are teams that we have to play that are in the hunt that we're not going to see, you know, their backups and their scrubs and things like that. We're, we're, we're talking about playing a rookie quarterback. Well, they're going to be playing all their top guys because they feel like they're getting ready for the playoffs. Well, they're not going to play a rookie quarterback. You make a great point because they're still in this mix. But, I, you know, I, I know you've said it a lot, but I think they have to do something to put Mariota in, in the, the position to make plays mm-hmm. and make sure that he can get the ball to people and mm-hmm. make, make them as, fa- as effective as possible. Have they? What about the running? What about their running game, which has been the basis of that offense too? It's look, they have a three-headed monster. Patterson's back now. I think he's going to get a much bigger workload. I think I think playing two games in a five-day period, you had to kind of navigate the waters about how much you wanted to use him. Now you get a more full tilt boogie. Caleb Huntley's had a really good year. Tyler Algier is on pace to have the second or third highest yards for a drafted rookie running back in Falcons history. William Andrews had 1,081. Jarius Norwood had like 600 and something in, in 2006. That's the next highest number. So Algier could blow past. So he could be in the 800-yard range. So you're getting a good year out of your rookie running back. So if there are some side stories – you're getting some good things besides just, hey, we're in the playoff hunt and people thought we'd be a two-win team or this, that, and But other. it's not so much the offense. It's that defense, they just give up a lot of yards. I think, and a lot of third downs. Next to, next to last. Yeah, they're, they're almost, they're almost, they're almost at 50% third down conversion that teams are oh, against man. them. Yeah, it's, I mean, too many third and longs. Too often they can't get off the field. 
and they don't sack. The, I mean, if you don't sack the quarterback, and uh, what I always say this, Vince, I, I'm, I'm again, I, I, I believe in Bill Parcells and different things. Down and distance in the NFL. If you can change down and distance in the NFL, part of that's you got to sack quarterbacks and sleep. I mean, if you're the Browns, you at times can be a bad defense because that guy on the edge is so good that he changes everything. We don't have those guys here. We don't have Miles Garrett. We don't have Jadavion Clowney, let alone Miles Garrett. We don't have those kinds of guys on this defense that we have to try to force a turnover. Grady Jarrett is is a top tier player. But he's an interior defensive lineman, and he's not Aaron Donald 20-sack <laughs> defensive lineman. You know, he's about a 7- or 8-sack guy. That's a really good number, but it's not wrecking games and wrecking offense the way a Miles Garrett can. No, and when you talk about changing down and distance, you know, when you when you put teams in, in situations where they can be successful, they can open the playbook, mm-hmm. now they have options. Yeah, yeah, third and three is and a lot different than third and they're dictating what you're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you, you do have to stay out of that. But look, let's be optimists. And these are these are these are winnable yes. games. Yes, they are. They can they can beat the Bears, they can beat the Commanders, they can beat Pittsburgh, they can beat the Saints. They can beat a lot of those teams on their schedule. Now the difference is, will they though? Because they're probably gonna have to go realistically four and three, five and two. Right. right. Do they look like a four and three, no, five that's, and two that's, type? That's going to be a tall order down yeah. stretch. I mean, that's that's where because they don't have the tiebreaker over the Buccaneers right now. No, so you have to win it outright. You're, you're behind in the division. You're behind the Buccaneers head to head. They have you bested in the division and head to head. That's why you have to win the division outright. And if it's Tampa Bay at the end of the year, and that's maybe the decider, who, yeah. who do you like in that in that one? I'm not betting against Tom Brady to save my life. Okay, well, I'm just I, saying. Yeah, this. yeah, I wouldn't. I, again, I'll, uh, let me let me throw another hot take at you. <laughs> Tom Brady. You're full of them. Absolutely. That's what we do on this format. Tom Brady is the single most important player you can have on an NFL roster in NFL history. He's the single most important player you could ever have by, by on what, your roster. By what measure? <laughs> that he's the seven-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback. There's nobody you could have in the history of the game, not Lawrence Taylor, not Jim Brown, not Walter Payton, that is more important to the success of a franchise in NFL history than what Tom Brady has been. Well, I would say, just just to expand on that, and I, I, that's that's the finest point you can put on it, NFL quarterback is the key to everything. Sure. So, so your quarterback is your main win or loss guy. So yeah. if you have poor quarterback play, you cannot win in the NFL. No. I mean, you, you know – now, Every, everybody goes to the along outliers. the way. Tom Brady has had a couple of things bounce his way. Sure, too. Sure, it's better to be lucky than good. You know, I mean, it started by being lucky. The the non if there's if the tuck is not a tuck, right? Do, do we do we have this this run? I don't know, but here's what I do know. What do you know? We got the tuck did come into play, and he's won seven Super Bowls. <laughs> it is what it is, right? I mean, I you, look, and now his life has changed. Well, yeah, that now was now his ex wife is out dating. You know. Um, what is that, Costa Rican uh, fitness trainer or whatever she's got? Well, she's got was, some. Yeah, that was quick. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't you don't think that she didn't have that lined up for huh. the last uh, two three years? Huh. Well, yeah, but no, she's got the Costa Rican. I don't think Tom. Will, I don't think Tom's going to be lonely. Uh, can uh, I tell you for long? If Tom Brady's smart, don't date any more supermodels or actresses. Just stay low key. This is like this has been way too much drama to have to deal with between these last two, right? Bridget Moynihan he had the kid with and all that, and there was all the drama with that. And then Giselle and look, it 
to quote Tom Cruise in Cocktail, nothing ends well or it wouldn't end. So you, you you get into those relationships, and look, you got a brother that knows about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna bring my family into this, huh? Oh man, I didn't know, that took a turn. I didn't know we were going to get all personal. The, it's just uh, the first thing that popped in my, my head. family tree involved. Although my my mother's mother was married a few times, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure it was a fun ride. Oh so yeah, to speak, you yeah, know, for Tom. absolutely. Tom did not get cheated in no. any departments. Brazilian equals crazy. So let me hear from uh, Arthur Smith uh, real quick here. Uh, let's start with cut number five. Uh, Arthur talking about how this team needs to improve in many areas. Look, there's a lot of things that are the entire team that we can do better. Like, I mean, I don't know. You put pinpoint just one thing there, you, you know, you don't win the last two games. Um, yeah, there's certainly everything we can do better. I, look, I give them credit. I think Arthur Smith is the big reason why they're four and six. He's done a great job coaching a roster that has $70 million against the cap and dead money, a very subpar, talented roster. I give him all the credit in the world. I think he's done a great job. If they find themselves in the playoffs, you have to at least bring his name up in the Coach of the Year discussions because this team's got no business being a player. If they find their way in, it's a lot because of what Arthur Smith I, has I, done. I think if there were an inside football Coach of the Year look, yeah, you can, you can yeah. go there. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been a huge... And that's what some coaches would recognize, as you do, just how good a job that really is. Especially when you remember the because last guy. Because sometimes your best coaching jobs are in these situations. Yeah, and and listen, the last guy, miss, you miss me with all that. I don't care if we did get to a Super Bowl. You, you got the Super Bowl because your quarterback played out of his mind, and their offense figured it out. You start averaging 30 a game in the NFL, their offense couldn't get stopped. Their defense was, eh, wasn't all that good. Their, their quarterback and their offense was outstanding. Kyle Shanahan and Matt Ryan, they were magic in 16. And, so. and, and really, I think for a head coach, whether it's Arthur Smith or, or whomever, it's you, you have to hold these guys together because mm-hmm. during the course of a year, things can go bad in a hurry. Now, they've yep. lost two in a row. They're, they're, they're in a little bit of a, it's a little mini crisis situation right now because mm-hmm. it's like you got to look in the mirror and say, who are we? What are we going to do? How are we going to kind of pick this thing up and run with it? And to me, that's where coaches come in. You have to keep these guys together because a football locker room is very fragile. When you're losing and you're struggling, at this point, at this point, everybody's banged up, everybody hurts, and you can lose guys in a hurry. College football writer from the Sporting News, Bill Benner, going to join us up next. John Chuckery in the Key Studios, Vince Cellini hanging out with me. Sports Radio, 929 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game back with you on the John Chuckery Show hanging out in the Kia Studios Vince Cellini is hanging out with me he's going to be with me till the top of the hour we still got to get ready for the college football playoff poll that is coming out sometime I think it's about Garrett you may want to check 9.15 ish or something like that it's going to be after Duke and Kansas wrap up and I know Reese Davis said the other day that it's going to be about a six minute show because they got another game that they have to get to. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app, so you catch us on the go. Social media at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. He is at Vince underscore Cellini. I am at JMCH316. We've got our young man, Garrett. Young, upstanding man. Well, I don't know about upstanding, but I'm making too much credit. He seems Garrett. like a fine young man. He as, is. As does Dylan. Dylan's good. Yeah, a bunch of dopey millennials. Couldn't name one movie from the uh, 1980s. Good, you know, but good guys, though. I like, I like these guys. Yeah. You yeah. know? We'll we'll round him. He was very put respectful. Me in that one. Yeah, came, put me in that he one. He came down and 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 got me in the in mm-hmm. the parking garage yes. or actually in the lobby and he was like, "Yes, sir, come this way." And he kind of held me by the the elbow and he led me this way and handed you a cane. Yeah, he was like, "Are, are you okay, sir?" Well, come on this <laughs> this way. He, he walked very slowly so I could get up. You know, make Lord sure I was all right. So Lord have mercy. Okay. All right, uh, college football playoff poll coming up here shortly. Let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Bill Bender. He, of course, national college football writer for the Sporting News, at BillBender92 on Twitter. And, Bill, as always, man, we appreciate it, buddy. How much do you think – do you think that there, if there's any change in the top four, maybe TCU, Michigan, but are we going to mostly hold chalk in those forced probably five picks tonight? Oh yeah, I think seven. I think I think I'd know the top seven unless they switch something. Um, I think down to USC at seven. 
And then LSU and Tennessee at five and six, Tennessee probably five, and then the top four, Old four. Like you said, if reset, it's going to be a quick show. They're not going to have a lot of time to argue. So, yeah, I think this is the one us college football writers hate. We're we're sitting – I love college basketball, but I'm like, count the minutes here. I'm like, let's go. Let's go, Kentucky. (laughs) Stop calling timeouts. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Bill – We've seen the last couple of weeks, it's been elimination time. Uh, Alabama eliminated, Clemson eliminated a couple weeks ago. Um, We saw Oregon. I think Oregon's done now uh, as well. Outside, you know, let's take LSU out of it for just a second. Is anybody besides Tennessee, you know, if if we're looking at where the top four is right now, Tennessee, Tennessee, uh, who else am I thinking of? Um, my, my, my mind went blank. Um, USC. 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 Is that really the only two main one-loss teams right now that are still staying in the mix for a playoff spot? Yeah, I think so. I think technically we have nine teams in play for four spots. And it, the, the technically nine would be the four unbeaten, Tennessee, USC, LSU, and then the two ACC schools, Clemson and North Carolina. But I think the ACC has been pushed so far back because of Notre Dame of all schools. Notre Dame is beat the only one that's beat yeah. both of those teams. Yep. Um, so conversation maybe the ACC office should have with mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Uh, but uh, I think that top seven is where it's at. I really don't think LSU has a chance to beat Georgia. So you're really dealing with the other six and whether TCU is going to blink who's going to lose the Ohio State-Michigan game. And then uh, if all that happens, you know, who do you like more, USC or Tennessee? And, and all of that's going to play out here over the next few weeks. So we talked about this earlier in the show, uh, Bill. Is it more likely maybe to have a two SEC teams in the Final Four or maybe two Big Ten teams in the Final Four? That's a great question. And the reason why, you see, that's what, that's coaches John's question, me, by the way, say, so I'm relaying yeah, it. Like, coaches do that to me when they need to stall, but, like, the better answer is I got to see Michigan-Ohio State first. Let's say that's a blowout, then Tennessee's in business either way. Um, if it's a 34-31 to 31 last-second field goal, greatest game we've ever watched ever type game, <laughs> um, one of those trending games, then Tennessee could be in trouble because I think – especially if Michigan loses that game because Tennessee's got the better resume, but Michigan would be on the road. Um, You know, Ohio State has the kind of credibility playoff pedigree too. So we got to see the game first, and then that argument's going to heat up. National College Football writer for the Sporting News, Bill Benner, joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline as we get ready for another week of the college football playoff poll, probably in about 45 minutes or so from right now. Bill, I, I, I know I think I've said this to you, and I've said it for years on the radio, that the Pac-12 will not get relevancy until Southern Cal finally becomes Southern Cal again. And I understand Oregon and Washington, and I understand all of that. But I think in some ways the Pac-12 is in better position right now because Southern Cal is still in the mix. And if there is a brand that can drive that conference, it's still Southern Cal. Do you feel like that the Pac-12 is in better shape without having to argue about Oregon and now it can just focus on Southern Cal and if they can win out? 
Oh, for sure. So let's play this. I, I, it's what I wrote for tonight anyway, and, and, and what I think is going to happen. So if let's take Georgia off the board, they won out. Ohio State beats Michigan. They win out. TCU wins out. There's three. Who are they going to give the last spot to, do you think? A one-loss Michigan team with no non-conference schedule, a one-loss Tennessee that didn't play for a conference championship, or a one-loss USC that just beat UCLA, Notre Dame, and whoever, Oregon or Utah. I think they'll take USC. I, I don't Because disagree. of everything you just yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah, their brand, their quarterback, their bringing that part of the country into the, the playoff. Um, that is the team – that if you are a Tennessee fan or a Ohio State Michigan fan, you want USC to lose the next three weeks and get the Pac-12 off the board because I think that's the biggest threat. Because of you said it, I mean USC. I'm talking to my buddies all day. I mean this weekend. They're by the way, that's the best uniform game in college football this weekend. <laughs> USC and UCLA good out call. in the Rose Bowl. There's not a better. If you're a photographer, that's that's the best college football photo you can take. And Bill, I think to your point. Don't you feel like the committee wants to get away from the college football playoff being such a regional thing? You know, Georgia, Bama, Clemson, right? I mean, everybody's within a two-and-a-half-hour drive of, of one another, right? Like, you want to get more national attention. And I don't think that there's a better brand to do that with than the most important pro I've always said the most important program west of the Rocky Mountains is Southern Cal football. Don't you feel like the committee wants to get this thing to be a bigger footprint, not just a two hour drive for three different teams? Yeah. Well, I see both sides of it. So yes, they do. They want to pull the entire country in. That's not the South's fault. If you're talking to, I'm a big 10 guy. I'm from big 10 country. That's not their fault. And, and, I will say this. So, like, last year when Georgia played Alabama, those were the two best teams. Two best rosters, the two best teams. They've done all these things to, to earn that. And yet, buddies around here, I would text them. They, they weren't interested in that game. They didn't want to watch it. They're Big Ten guys, you know? So, I, I think that's – but that's what the 12-team playoff is going to do. It's going to bring everybody in. And, and it's going to create a lot of excitement. It's – Old school guys like me are a little reserved about it because you want to see the best teams play for the championship. But, I mean, it's kind of like this basketball thing we're watching tonight. These are the same four teams in this classic every year, you know? And uh, at a certain point, you're like, where are the other teams? You know, Georgia is such a strong number one. But, Bill, where where would Georgia, in your opinion, be most vulnerable in terms of stumbling along the way? I mean, what is the, what's your formula for, for beating the Georgia Bulldogs? Oh, man, now i really got to stall because there's, <laughs> there's no – oh, I mean, I just looked this up. I'm kind of playing around while I'm waiting. They have nine guys roster with uh, at least 200 yards from scrimmage, and that doesn't count who doesn't really run a ton. Um, but he's a capable runner. They can... he's, a, he's a capable runner. For sure. Yeah, and he is too, right? Like, yeah. they have skill position talent and two tight ends that I'm like, those guys are going to be awesome in the NFL. Their defense is still good. And I think the most amazing part to me is that they lost 15 guys to the NFL draft yes. and they're still playing at this elite level. Now, there's been some hiccups and there's been some, there was a Missouri scare, but. 
I, you know, I think your best bet is to, you know, force a couple turnovers. The matchup I've wanted to see, and I've really wanted to see it for three years, is I want to see Ohio State play Georgia. Yeah, I, I do want to see how it matches up. Keely, I mean, Keely Ringo on that, Marvin Harrison, right, Bill? That's that's the ultimate matchup right now. Oh, it's the best individual. That would be the best individual matchup in college football. Yeah, for sure. And and, and, and is and is Ohio State improved enough defensively that they can answer that call? I mean, because that that would be a well, mega mega you, matchup. I tell you what, though, the one thing about them and their defense is better. Jim Knowles has made a difference, and um, they've got two studs on that side of the ball: uh, Jack Sawyer, a sophomore, and uh, JT Malolo. He's got first round pick written all over him. So yeah, they have, and they're going to get tested next week against Michigan. I think Michigan and Tennessee, though, I saw Michigan play Georgia. I saw Tennessee play Georgia this year. I I want to see Ohio State and Georgia play, and I think I'm going to get my wish because I just think they're the two best teams. Bill, last question for you. Just 30 seconds left. If LSU, if LSU found a way to beat Georgia. They're in the playoff, right? I don't think the committee's going to leave even a two-loss LSU SEC champ out of the playoff. Do you believe that if LSU wins, they're in? Yes, because I think they'll – and it'll hurt somebody's feelings, but they'd be the first two-loss team to get in, and they'd have the Alabama and Georgia wins within a month to prove it. And I know they lost two games, but I think the committee would forgive that Florida State loss and put them in the playoff. At Bill Bender, 92, National College Football Writer for the Sporting News. Bill Bender, join us on the WaitFord.com hotline. Bill, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Uh, don't stay up too late waiting for the poll, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Hey, no problem. You guys have a good one. Thanks appreciate for it, me. Bill. Thank you. Quick question before we get to break. Right now, prisoner of the moment, is the University of Georgia the best college football program and have the best head coach in the country right now? I don't think I don't think so. Still think it's Alabama? I think the one thing about Alabama, and I'm a Big Ten guy too, as you know. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'll say about Alabama, it, this is like a gladiator movie with them. When you play them, yeah. you, you have to kill them. Right, right. They are alive until the very, very end, until you drive the sword right. through them. And that says a lot about who they are, mm-hmm. their quarterback, and that head coach. He's he's very, very good. We'll talk more about this. We got what's bugging Chuckery coming up. Hey, the blue checkmark media tweeting doesn't make it a story. That's up next. Chuckery Nakia Studios. Vince Cellini hanging out with me as well. Sports Radio 929 the game, the Odyssey.com app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show, live in the Kia Studios. Vince Cellini hanging out with me. 404-741-0929. That's our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey apps are you catch us when you're on the go. Social media at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. He is at Vince underscore Cellini. I am at JMCH316. We've got Garrett producing us here this evening. Hey, Hawks fans, we've got a new podcast for you. Nothing but Nest. Caleb Johnson and Sparty Deshaun Tate. It's a long season, but we know uh, you want to talk some Hawks basketball. Follow Nothing But Nest for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. Very quickly, Vince, I want to give you the National League Manager of the Year has been announced, Buck Showalter, no surprise there. And as you and I talked about last time, the American League Manager of the Year is Terry Francona hmm. of the Guardians. Oh, well, did a hell of a job yeah. to take that team and get him as far as he did and take, him, that take the Yankees all the way decision. to the distance. Yeah, well. <clears throat> That's exactly right. I mean, yeah, yeah. you have to start Bieber yeah. in a yeah, game you can't, five. You can't play for the I'll, next I'll go to my grave with that. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened unless Bieber was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to. You must go with him in a game five. You know what I rewatched because I saw Jim Tome in some kind Jim of Jim Thome. <laughs> you know, that I watched, I watched that sixth inning of game five of the 1995 ALCS. When he hit that moonshot off Chris Basio to give them the lead in that game, and turn because Basio was shutting that offense down, he was terrific in that game. And then he started fatiguing in the fifth inning. He started getting guys on, and he got guys on. Him just came up and hit that moonshot out to right field and turned that game, turned that series around. A lot of people that. think that those that that Indians lineup won it all. Maybe maybe the top to bottom one of the best lineups ever. One hundred and forty four. Albert Bell still the only well Joey Bell, but Albert Bell only player 50 doubles 50 homers in a season he got robbed for the mvp that's the biggest crock of all time he wasn't nice yeah and move on wasn't nice he wasn't nice enough yeah screw them he that he had one of that that ending stretch though he had a little bit he had a little screw well yeah when he took the baseball bat and smashed up the thermostat and different things like that and he threw a ball at a fan yeah yeah and then you know was hiding his bat up in the ceiling can i tell you son and i was with my my brother-in-law my nephew and we clubhouse after a game and albert bell Looking in his locker, standing there. Hey, we had two little kids. I mean, big enough mm-hmm. to just, hey, Albert, you know, I got a couple 
No. Never no. acknowledged us. Vin, Vince, I saw I, – I, I didn't want anything. Vince, I was watching nice? him in double-A at Akron Canton. I went. I was at Thurman Munson Stadium watching him play for the double-A Indians. Him and Tommy both were playing for the Indians at that time. He didn't sign autographs. Was, this was double-A baseball. Yeah. He wouldn't sign autographs for anybody. Did a lot of things wrong. Stepped in the bucket at the plate. Mm-hmm. He did, was technically not – Really, but you know pure. what he could do? He could drive the baseball. He could mash. He could drive the baseball. He could mash the mf'er out of it. So, hey, listen. Last week we got sad news. Um, one of your former colleagues, Fred Hickman, uh, passed away. And look, a different generation of sports on TV. Um, you had a chance to work with Fred. Now Fred and Nick Charles both gone. John Fricky, who's our morning show, was part of that crew. Jerome Jerenovich, who's a friend of the station. Um, it's a different time, man. I mean, different times out there. Um, that's the reason I came to Atlanta in 1989 to join CNN Sports, and it was it's it was and still is the greatest job I've ever had. Twelve years a run, and you did come right from WJW yeah, down here, came right? right okay. from, yeah, I was doing weekends at uh, the CBS affiliate in mm-hmm. Cleveland, uh, my ho- our my hometown, and I came here for that. And I, I'm going to tell you that everything top to bottom, it changed my life. It was a life changing, and part of that was. Just sitting there and being able to work with Nick Charles and Fred Hickman and Gary Miller and Dan Hicks and Hannah Storm. And I realized I thought I was pretty hot stuff when I when I got here. And I was like, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to up my game a little bit because I'm around some really, really good people. But we lost Fred and Fred was a unique guy. The, the, mo- one of the most pleasant people I've ever been around. Never, never in a bad mood. Always great. Always upbeat. Great partner on the set. I will say, I think, and I, I've said this and I'm, uh, got asked by some media outlets. He's the single most talented, naturally talented person I've ever worked with. Wow! In broadcasting, wow! He just jumped through the screen with his charisma. I'm not saying he's the best writer. Uh, not saying, but he was just. No, he was a natural he, on TV. He, he was. Yeah, to watch him. He yes. was because it's, as a craft, you can you can work to make yourself a little better technically or you know mechanically. Mm-hmm. But he just had that it factor, man, and he just jumped. And he was he was a great partner on the set. In that, you know. We're sitting here together. We're co-anchoring. So I'm doing my part on camera, and the other guy could have, or woman could have her nose in the in her notes or shot sheets. Freddie would listen. He was a good listener on the set. He right. would react as you did your show. But we became good friends too. I just enjoy, he was a pleasant chap. You know, I enjoyed being around him every night. And and he and Nick basically sent the template along with Jim Huber of the the half hour cable news yes. sports show. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think people understand unless you were in that time frame. You know, ESPN and CNN were like they were on par with one. I mean, like that was they were both like, okay, I gotta watch this. I gotta watch CNN tonight, or I gotta like people did pick their sides in that. I mean, that, sure, it, it just. It, I mean, we were the little. We did not have the you know the financial backing. Right, we were smaller, right, right? But you know, we loved to kind of just tweak them, mm-hmm. you know, and get them once mm-hmm. in a while. At least they were watching us, mm-hmm. you know, and we made it made for competition. But I'll always say that I think that. Style-wise, nothing came close to CNN Sports back in those days with Nick and Fred. So they weren't impressed by your Wooly Bear Festival stories? <laughs> anyway, let's get to what's bugging Chuckery. Don't look now, but somebody out there just got Chuckery ticked off. <laughs> like, that's hard. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's time for What's Bugging Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Let me tell you what's been the biggest non-story here recently especially around Atlanta sports. And that is this idea that, thank God, we got Ken Rosenthal of the Blue Checkmark Media to finally let us all know that 
hey, you know the Braves aren't trading Ronald Acuna Jr. Really? I mean, who could have imagined that the Braves would take their superstar, sign him to a 10-year deal, and coming off major surgery, work with him, get him back in the lineup. He didn't have the same year, but he's one of the best young players. You mean the Braves aren't going to trade him? Like, why was this a story? Is is this where we're at with some of these blue checkmark media folks? That this is what we get? Oh, I'm confirming that the Braves aren't trading. You could have called me. Here, let, let's let's role play, okay? Ken Rosenthal, ringy dingy, ringy dingy. Hi, this is John Chuckry. Yeah, hey, it's Ken Rosenthal. Are the Braves trading? No, they're not trading him. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I could have done that. Like, what the hell is wrong with you right. people? I could have confirmed all of that. I needed stories and blue checkmark media people to tell me about the Braves aren't going to trade one of the best young players in all of baseball. Well, you know, he didn't have a good year. Yeah, he's coming off major surgery. That's why he missed half a season the year before and wasn't in the playoffs the year before. And he only plays one way. As Bo Bach would say, full tilt boogie. That's how he plays. But this idea, oh, Shoot, the Braves are not going to. I'm here to confirm. Confirm what? That they're not trading their guy. Well, gee, okay. I mean, who didn't know that? Like Stevie Wonders could see that they were not going to. Why would they trade any of their young stars in the middle of their World Series window? Guys, 24 years old. One of the, one of the best young players. Offense, defense. Think about if you trade him. Yeah, now look, I'll say it like this, Vince. Do I think that Alex Anthopoulos took phone calls about Ronald Acuna, about, hey, would you be willing to part with him? Okay, let's role play that one, okay? <laughs> hey, um, this is the Oakland A's. I've got three or four prospects I'd like to trade. Hello? Hello? Anybody? What the hell Hello? is wrong with you people? Hello? <laughs> Here's where you start. Get me the California Angels GM and give me... Trout and Otani, then we can start our discussions from there. Short of that, why am I trading a young star for prospects or anything? He, he's my leadoff hitter. He's one of the heart and souls of my team. He's my best defensive outfielder. He plays a key position. He does everything for me. And, and I got to have the Ken Rosenthal's lure. Not knocking Ken, it's just that the idea of the blue checkmark media, as I call him, had to come out and say, Oh, yeah. No, I'm here to break the story. The Braves are. Well, that's good. Call me up next time. Ringy dingy chuckery. Ringy dingy me. Ringy dingy. I'll give you the scoop on all of that. But again, we have to have the blue checkmark media just put us back on the put the earth back on its axis because it was tilted. For a few days. You know, just sitting here and and listening and, and observing it's. It's interesting because I know that that was bugging you. Yes. But it's it's not much more than your your normal tone when discussing a lot of this. And I and I think what makes you really good as I've gotten to know you even better as we work together. Mm-hmm. You're pretty much the same guy off yes. air as on air. Yes. Only you're on the mic. Yes. You're pretty much that guy. Yes. I I get fired it up about It translates. Yes. To this. I, listen. I'm not Italian, okay? I look like it, you but I'm not. You sounded a little bit. I'm I'm half Polish. Okay, so I got, you know, I got that I got a little fiery temper in me, 
You know, I got I got a little bit. Listen, what are you saying? What are you saying? We're we, we, we Italians. Hey, we uh, can't control ourselves. Or hey, what, are you, what are you trying to tell me? Listen, no, uh, no, no. You, you said you, you said we have hey, a. You temper. got out of line a little bit. No, why? No, 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 no. You're a big boy. Yourself. You know what you, you said. Yeah. So we said now. You know we're hey, we're doing a show. Everybody's getting along, and all of a sudden, you know, you get fresh. What do you? Everybody's what, kissing and hugging, and, and, and all of a sudden, you know, hey, listen, I'm just, you know. Hey, sometimes, Billy, you feel like it goes a little too far. Been away. You know, maybe too, nobody yeah, came up and personal. told you that. You know. But you, now you know why your brother's my, f- I, I, and I say this legitimately, your brother is my favorite radio personality of all time. Of all time? Of wow. all time. I, I, I love your brother. Like, I, I love listening to your brother. You know, and I have my, fa- listen, I love, I love Neil Bortz when he was on the radio, people like that. But I love your brother, especially in his glory days. I've said before, I don't have time for this right now, but. When he would do, he he had me crying, laughing as hard as anybody when he used to do um, Mickey Rooney as Bill. <laughs> <laughs> what an obscure reference for your audience. Only I know that. That's how twisted I am. And, and he would do, and they, you know. They you know, would, my mom loved that. Well, they would play that birthday game, and it was Mickey Rooney's, and this tells you how long ago it was. <laughs> it was Mickey Rooney's birthday. And he started doing Bill in the phone booth with, hello, four, eight, eight, three, three, six, one, two, eight, four, seven, nine. Like, he, it it just, and it made, and I remember, it was the Braves playoff game against the Astros, game one, when Kevin Millwood was pitching, because I was on the way to the game. My buddy and I had seats right behind home plate. And I'll never forget that moment. I can tell you where I was, coming, coming by Grady, and he starts doing that Bill in person. Now, Bill, that, again, great reference. I think one of my favorites was he, uh, I think he did the, the, the angry little person at a, at a bar, too. When he, he, I'll I tell you his other one. Groucho Marx on The Tonight Show. <laughs> Groucho, on, <laughs> Groucho on The Tonight Show. All right, let me ask you a question. You can say yes or no to this. Are um, we really related? Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I want to talk some Hawks at the top hour. Can you stay for another 20 yeah, minutes? Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. All right, let's let's do it, because I want to talk some Hawks. Okay. Because here's the thing. Starting next it's week. It's going to cost you. You know, I'm just uh, saying. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's all right. Um, forget about it. You know, no, uh, no, no, no. Starting, on the house. Starting, it's on the house. Starting next week, the Hawks schedule really opens up. Yeah. I'll explain up next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Vince Shalina going to hang out with me. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.